Oh, yeah. Like, come on. The gills, man. Oh, yeah. But um, we're live. I'm going to tweet it out and then we're going to go live. Um, right. I've been working through it from 3 to 10. And I was in 3 to 10 yesterday, 3 to 10 today, uh, 12 to 6 on Sunday, and uh, no, sorry, 9 to 3 on Sunday. And then tomorrow, I don't know what they did to me, but I'm in 3 to 10 on Tuesday and then 7 till 4 on Wednesday. So by the time I get home, I'm going to have like six hours to be. Huh. Yeah, it's a long, long, long while for you. Yeah, but um, yeah, what, 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 what about your work schedule? We're on, we're on, we're on the pre-show for me, Sean. Um, yeah, no. What am I working? I'm working on Wednesday, uh, four to eleven, I think. And then, oh, oh, that's a nice shift. Like, huh? That's a nice shift because, like, I, I know, like, eight, you, you think of like shifts as like eight hours, but I like when it's like yeah, seven, yeah. six, six or seven. If you have like a couple of them that make up the hours, that's good because. The eight-hour shifts when I used to do them in work. I well, I did eleven-hour shifts at the start of the pandemic, which yeah. uh, you can imagine were like trying to just. I wanted to break my teeth by the end of them. Um, they they're just not nice. <laughs> but um, I like shorter shifts and more shifts. So like, whatever makes up the twenty-one hours, but I prefer like a, a little bit shorter than eight hours because it can drag. It has to be busy though, or else you're just. I feel like when it's not busy, I know like you, you don't want to like be stressed, but when it's when it's not busy and you're not doing shit. It fucking dry. It fucking drags. See, like for us, um, when when the shop closes, we're like facing off for like two hours, and we're oh, just yeah. allowed to put in earphones for that time. So I'm having a, a banging time, you know. I really like working the nights. Yeah, I love the way face off is just such a universal term. That's no, nice. So it's just it's. Yeah. How how was your just... um Spotify only you thing? Because I have wrestling as one of the genres it gave me, and I was like, I don't listen to wrestling music. I'd rather fucking die. Then here I have these looked, fucking themes in my spare time. <laughs> I haven't looked at it, and I'm like, don't really want to, because I have an embarrassing music taste. Um, I believe that. I, I really do. Like, I know I do. Like, like they're literally all karaoke songs. Like, I won't even lie to you. Like, I'm, 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 I'm fully transparent with what my music tastes are. That's just, it's just not, it's not, yeah. not what you want to hear. But I just listen to a lot of podcasts, so um, more, more so. How how's the how's the big stream coming? How's that getting along? Or do you want to talk about Man, that after appreciation? Yeah. Uh, no, we'll talk about it now. Um, it's it's going okay. It's 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 a lot of work. Um, hopefully it all comes together. I just want to just need a collective effort with donation, like pushing the link and donations is probably the main thing. Um, yeah. Just need like uh just. Because I, I, seven hundred fifty euro is gonna even if we don't reach the goal. If you raise raise a lot of money, I'll be really happy. It's just, hmm. it's just in, in in the back of your head, it's like, oh, this is anticlimactic if I don't reach the goal. But I'm really looking forward to it. I've got the schedule sent out to Dit, so hopefully he's making a graphic for today. Uh, we obviously have the the, uh, the forfeits uh, there. Uh, we we released that graphic the other day. Yeah, um, which I'm really excited about. And um, yeah, no, I'm just um, oh yeah. By the way, do you realize tomorrow? Well, I got it on Twitter. Today is our two-year anniversary. Hey, Today. Dom, what's up? Today was our two-year Twitter anniversary, but tomorrow is two years since we two years since we recorded the first episode of this podcast on my iPhone five in my room. Yeah, and you had your pile of notes that we didn't use. It was great. Yeah, man. Like, man I, I used so long to. Ago. I used to. I used to waste paper with notes. I remember. I remember the first episode was the Moxley double or nothing. Which mm. is mental because when you look at AEW, we grew up with AEW, man. Like you, we kind of the podcast did at the very least, yeah. It did, yeah. It's crazy, but that, um, I guess that might have been the catalyst to this, wasn't it? And was that also uh, like around the time that Goldberg beat 
the fiend, or was that? Or yeah, the first else? one was when Riddle called out Goldberg and shit. I don't know what. Oh yeah, was it Goldberg and Undertaker? Yeah, could be. Yeah. yeah, but like, what? Remember, you said you didn't want to do the podcast. I don't think you've ever told yeah. me this, but what was your what was your decision behind like going back and going? Nah, we'll do it. Oh, I just broke up with my girlfriend, and I was fucking miserable. And I was like, ah, oh, Rin, let's do something. I was very nice. sad at the time. I was I was in the pits of fucking despair. Well, then we, we, both, we both were, I think, because like, I was struggling with my mental health, and you were like struggling yourself, so that's that's a cool story. But um, no, I, I will be openly transparent. If we reach our goal on Saturday, I will cry. Um, let's just be real about it. It's going to be it's cool. Funny, just uh, to see that, guys. Yeah, man. Uh, but no, the schedule's coming together nicely. Uh, I'm going to share this, and then we're going to get going, because I have to... Uh, yeah. Uh, right. And then just put it on my Twitter. Yes. My beautiful, beautiful Twitter. Uh, but yeah, uh, let's... To... Yeah, all right. Uh, let's get going. Two people are in here. That's nice. Uh, three, two, one. Kieran, you can hit the intro, Mister Bitter Fan. Yeah, well, hello. I'm your host, Kieran Brennan. With me is always my co-host. This is the Hall Wrestling Podcast. I forgot to say that two weeks in a row. With me is always two my co-host. The man that Janae's forgot ran episode ninety-nine. Ninety-nine. I, I I made way too many ninety-nines yesterday in work. It's giving me a bit of PTSD. But uh, yeah, this is the Go Home Show. I should have titled that Go Home Show for. Uh, for the 12 hour charity live stream, uh, we are here. It'll be very bad, and <laughs> it won't There's be any wiping my nose and my shirt on camera. Don't worry, I'm not wearing that to work, but um, yeah, it's not as warm as it was last week, but it's still quite warm. Summer is here, it's nice. Uh, the pubs are open in Ireland. Woo, let's go. And uh, WWE is still shit. great. And uh, move on, <laughs> move on. Do not talk about rocks, but yeah, Karen, how are you? Oh, I'm doing pretty well. I'm very tired. I had a I had a big all nighter where I, I stayed up and watched like five fucking Marvel movies for no real reason. Oh, then I thought had to you were go to work, to work for like nah. And then I had to go to an eight hour shift of work. Um, you're, oh, you're still, but, I'm, but I, I to be fair, I know I'm a fucking moron. But I'm bouncing yeah. back now, and I'm I'm on top top game, as you can tell. To be fair, one uh, one time I went to like a work Christmas party, and I was working the next day, and I got home at like half four, and I was in at like eight. Fuck me, dude. It was, you, you're oh, <laughs> I felt like absolute just death. But you know, you know, we're Christmas party. You're not gonna go home early, like fuck that. Um, but anyway, uh, yeah, what happened this week? Uh, I went went out and saw saw some friends. Yeah, we uh, saw some college friends. It was really really nice. Uh, I watched uh, the replay of Logan Paul. Ver- I watched Logan. <laughs> I watched the free version of Logan Paul versus Floyd Mayweather because it went down for free the very next day. So whoever bought the pay per view, fuck you. That's weird. Um, I know, yeah. Well, it, oh, it's a money grab. Uh, listen, Logan Paul did himself proud. Um, he did like to get in the ring with Floyd Mayweather, no matter what age he is, or no matter how much he cares. Um, Floyd Mayweather called it a legalized bank robbery because he earned twenty million. Uh, but yeah, yeah, Dommy's right. Floyd won. Jake is a see you next Tuesday. Jake is a dickhead. Uh, Floyd did win. If we're talking about like, there was no winner read out, but obviously Floyd won on. Uh, based on like but logan landed some punt like as true jordy said on his uh, on his on on his podcast all logan needed was one punch to play in an intro of his podcast and there's a slow motion shot of him giving floyd like a right hook floyd earning 100 million logan earning 20 
I mean, Logan Logan knows what he was getting into, and he he's got that punch that he can play over and over again, and he's got his uh, he's got his twenty million and in his pocket, and he'll be very very happy. The but amount yeah. of publicity he's gotten as well from it, you know, he, he it's a yeah. long term thing. Yeah, and um, like, why wouldn't you? Like, it's 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 smart business for Logan. It's getting him, getting his name out in the mainstream. Uh, he had a lot of mainstream coverage. He was on Sky Sports box office. So why wouldn't you? But anyway, I say long term uh, as if twenty million isn't like a lot of fucking money. <laughs> like you're done oh, for life, no, you know. Man, oh, he's he's already set for life. Like. 50 times over but anyway um we are on a kind of tidy uh, ring you and me boxing um i'd watch it domi to be honest I'd as stream. i said i think i'm in a I'm, I'm in a group chat with domi and like i just can't i couldn't fight anyone no matter how much i wanted to because boxing yeah because you can't go for the legs but even so if i plant my leg in the wrong way i'm fucked like i no not not for me I, i'm sorry uh i said did i say floyd made 20. oh i would do floyd made 100. apologies domi but don't fight me because i think domi would kill me um i feel like domi would punch me in the gut and i'd fall down but we're on a tight schedule today because i'm in work in a bit so we're going to get into some wrestling karen and i think there's only one place to start uh sadly we uh weren't live yet we, we didn't go live yesterday unfortunately due to just trying to plan them for the stream and kind of being busy but six days ago, FIFO Select reported that there was more budget cuts, Kieran. We have a f- lot of releases. FIFO Selected first reported Braun Strowman, Alistair Black, Ruby Riot, Lana, Santana Gara, and Murphy have been released by WWE. Your thoughts and feelings when you saw this, Kieran? I, for one, had a few names that I was shocked about. But, you know, the, uh, we need to like take away the, oh my God, where are they going to go next? And just talk about the releases first. I was very, very shocked at a couple of names. And I think Alistair Black is on. I don't know who's more of a sh- actually yeah who's more who was more of a shock to you Alistair Black or Braun Strowman? We've had a couple of these big surprise releases or whatever you know every now and then. Um, I don't think I've ever been more surprised than seeing Braun Strowman get released. This yeah. like that blew me the fuck away. He seemed like such and, a and, lifer, you know. Oh, yeah, it, um, like genuinely insane. Um, I don't know why they've gotten rid of him. I think I think I, I read an article saying that they thought his peak was two years ago. Which I guess I agree with, but I also don't think they've tried at all when booking him, and I don't think Man. he works as well as a face. So I don't know what the fuck they're doing. If if they can't fucking get that guy to get over well, I don't know what the fuck you're they're thinking. Like you know, man, it's crazy that Braun Strowman's released because he's not my favorite wrestler. But in terms of just being or being like a double, he he's he's three hundred and fifty pounds jacked and about six foot. Four seven six foot six man he is literally what vince would want to build as a wrestler mm. and he was and he was very hard for a while he was on a 1.2 million euro guaranteed salary um and yeah that might be part of the reason if they're doing budget cuts like these budget cuts um but yeah all right so uh dave Meltzer reporting the wrestling observer while saying vince couldn't wrap his head around buddy murphy and alistair black's wrestling styles Seems like an odd reason to fire them. Yeah, he writes that Braun Strowman have been deemed obsolete. The reason W figured they didn't need him anymore is because of three other superstars. Uh, Vince believes that Almost and Shanky, who's uh, Vince, uh, who's um, Jinder Mahal's new lucky, um, basically new kids on the block. They were going to be the monsters um, and Commander Aziz on SmackDown. So I think it's kind of like the the toy got very old and bro and like in terms of in Vince's mind, the toy got old. If you get me here. 
But he just fought Shane McMahon. It's so weird. At WrestleMania. He had a, Bro. Like, ah. La, la, I don't listen, get it. Alistair Black just re-debuted. Let's not That's tell so weird. Yeah. Like, Alistair Black literally just re-debuted. He teased... Like, you have a lot of articles on Alistair Black in a minute, but he teased his new uh, his new entrance team as well, which makes it just even, even weirder. Um, for Strowman, actually, there's a big one here. A mistake by Strowman. Uh, not working some additional fine print into his contract cost him. Probably this is a pretty big guy. Strowman may not be the, but yeah. So basically, apparently he he had it like if I remember correctly, there was a he could have put a bit into his contract where they couldn't fire him, or something along those lines. Okay. There's a, a few wrestlers. He was so hot two years ago. Remember when he was really really hot two years ago? Yeah, like you yeah. were saying. He was he was at that stage where like you have like that kind of Roman Reigns kind of thing where you where where when negotiating his contract, he could have negotiated to like not be fired if you get me. I don't know what hmm. the clause exactly was, but it was kind of like they were so high on him. If he had said like you can't like, there's a clause in a couple of people's contracts. Uh, you know, you you know the ones I'm talking about, like Randy Orton, John Cena, kind of thing, um, and stuff like that. Like you can't like fire me or whatever. Uh, oh, we have a bot. In the game. <laughs> Did we don't just get a bot. Don't buy followers. <laughs> oh, there's two. Oh, no, Rain. Oh no. Who the? F- oh, don't buy followers. Don't me. Don't me. If you're in here, don't buy followers. That's three. <laughs> for for audio <laughs> listeners, we got. Four four bots have just come in um, trying to get people to buy followers. Yeah, I want to become famous, Karen. <laughs> but anyway, oh, uh, yeah. I, th- I think I think I think I heard Braun Strowman was in here, and they, it, maybe he needed some followers. Um, but yeah, uh, yeah, Karen, talk about talk to me about Braun Strowman. Favorite memories? Do you think? Why are you upset that he's gone? I've been critical of him in the past, but there was moments in that Roman Reigns feud where he was just red, red fucking hot. I the Roman Reigns feud is like is when I think of decent things Roman has done that always springs to my fucking mind. Oh, another bot. Um, ban them if you can. They are, yeah, I don't know how to ban ban bots, but <laughs> Jesus, there's so many in here. Of course, you fucking don't. We just get used to it. There's so many. Um, there's so many in here. Jesus, there's like, another one. What the fuck's going on? At Survivor Series, he'd have like great moments and shit. He all he, he's such a physical presence. And he, it was always so entertaining to watch. The WrestleMania match with Nicholas was so weird and different, but it worked somehow. And I think that's because of him. And I, I never liked him as much as a face, but he, he he's so talented and he's so different. And he was one of the first, I think, big, big guys who could really move, you know. Maybe he still is yeah. one of the only ones. And it would be so dumb if AEW don't immediately go and get him, you know. I don't. To be honest, I don't. I don't think so. I think they already Come have their on. big man. They already He's have their such big a man. star. It would be so like to fucking they already get have their big fucking writer and not get Braun Strowman. That's insane, man. Man, I would say yes if they didn't have Wardlow and um, dude, ditch Wardlow. Come on, fucking dude, come on, Ward, dude. I'm sorry, they they're not going to buy. I think Impact are going to get him. I don't think AEW are going to sign him. I'll put my uh-huh. lip. Put my. Uh, that would uh, be a terrible uh, decision on their part, genuinely. I'll go out on a limb and say they're not going to sign him. I don't think they. I don't think he fits their mold. Unfortunately, I, 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 that, that's not. I mean, if he if he if he does sign, then that's great. Like they could do some really cool stuff. I just don't see them. I think their roster is already bloated. They'll only sign if, as well as you saying, they'll, they'll only sign if it's a huge, huge. I, I like a huge, huge star. I know you're you consider Braun Strowman huge, but I just I don't know why. I just don't see it happening. I just don't Literally, see. Literally, Andrade just debuted. 
I just anyone, don't see like I, I like Andrade, but anyone can see that Strowman is like fifty times a bigger star in terms of mainstream appeal and getting an audience on board than Andrade would. You know, like if Strowman shows up, I I would genuinely stay up and watch the show. In terms of Andrade, uh, the crossover appeal between him and New Japan, because he was a former champion in New Japan, and like the crossover between uh, New uh, AEW and Mexico, um, yeah, Andrade yeah, is a, that, is yeah. is considerably more vital to AEW than Braun Strowman would be, um, because of the different markets they're trying to exploit. But anyway, mm. we move on from Strowman. Um, but Murphy, now there's a guy that I want to see in AEW, Buddy Murphy. Oh my God, Buddy Murphy versus Phoenix. I said on Twitter, Buddy Murphy versus Ray Phoenix would make me just just ejaculate immediately. I think that's mm-hmm. why I tweeted. That would be, that man is criminally underrated, Kieran. J- j- the matches he had with, um, we've discussed this guy before, Mustafa Ali on 205 Live. The matches he had with Alistair Black at Elimination Chamber last year, if you if you if I, if I'm right, the main events. Yeah, yeah I, I remember that because like I I thought it would be bad and disappoint people, but it was actually really good. And who was um, remember I remember that was one of mine that I said it was yeah. gonna be match of the night, and it was. But man, this guy can go. Like this guy can fucking go. And no matter but where do you he remember goes, his like him. little mini thing where he fought Roman Reigns and Daniel Bryan, and he was picking up wins for a bit, and it was fantastic. Mm. And then they just didn't do anything with it. Yeah, unfortunately, and um, he had the, like the best kept secret, and then he like went back to being the best kept mm. secret, and he called himself the best bout machine, and I believe someone else who's called the best bout machine is a certain AEW champion. Buddy Murphy versus Kenny Omega would be insane as well. Um, but that, but the one match that's coming to my mind is Buddy Murphy versus Phoenix. I think he's just so. I I think that would just be so so good. Uh, like it would just break the internet. Um. But yeah, no, I'd love to see Buddy Murphy anywhere, honestly, wherever he goes. Because Impact has a great exhibition right now. Um, so wherever he goes, I'll watch because I'm a big Buddy Murphy fan. Uh, all of his moves just they look like they hurt. Um he's very, very crisp. Uh he's just very, 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 very good. Um as far as Santana Garrett and uh, Lana is a Lana is a eh, I mean, she's gonna go and maybe sign up by AEW with her husband or maybe just do her own thing. She has a lot of views of, of ca- like cash flow. A, a lot of, a lot of mm. wrestlers, just, you, you know, they have five or six different avenues of re- revenue like, yeah. straight up, straight away. That'd be like, that'd be absolutely fine. Um, Ruby riot. Uh, she was teasing being highly Lovelace again, who, which was her indie name. Um, okay. what do you think about Ruby riot? Do where like, do you think, because I've never really seen, you know, not even Buddy Murphy and Alistair Black. We've seen them with the kind of shackles off, like uh, bits and pieces. Uh, Domi saying she's going to go and ruin Miro's career again. I hope not. I hope they don't put her in with uh, Miro. I think Miro needs to keep on his own. But in terms of um, Ruby Riot, like we've seen glimpses of what Buddy and Alistair Black can do with creative freedom. What do you think about Ruby Riot? Because I think I have a feeling there's something in there that we haven't seen that she's a fucking great wrestler. I've always, I've, I've always liked her. I think, like NXT is going through this very, like, you know, so many of the women wrestlers and men wrestlers are punk rock, cool people, and she was in NXT before. That's kind of what the brand was really associated with, and she was the first of many people and many women and men wrestlers to do that. And I thought she was really interesting at the time. And the thing that really held her back was putting being onto the main roster with the Riot Squad at the same time as like Paige's gang or whatever. And that kind of wrecked both of those storylines, and it was super weird. And I don't know why they did it. So I'd, I'd be really curious to see what she could do. I, I, I think she's interesting at the very least. 
even if she's never yeah. been given the best shot. And finally, I think we better talk about this man because we've got a few more things to talk about, including SummerSlam, Karen. SummerSlam had huge yeah, yeah. this week and a stolen belt. Um, so, Alistair Black, Kieran, I've asked you to get some stuff about Alistair Black. A lot of people are saying he's been talking a little bit too much. Um, uh, I don't know what was going on, but he was released. Um, he put out a tweet initially saying he was quite shocked, but then he started talking about subliminal messages and hidden hidden colors and stuff. And do you have stuff up on on that? I don't have stuff up on that. I just him talking about like different angles he tried to pitch. Um, yeah. I, I I think him tweeting that he was really shocked is that's really surprising to me because like maybe it was just a snap decision and no one knew except Vince. He's talked about how he pitched an angle where he tried to kidnap Rey Mysterio's children for some yeah. reason, which is very odd. I think it's a really uh, like, it's, it's a weird thing to try and pitch and do. It's very two thousands. Um, using Rey Mysterio's kids as bait for a storyline type thing, isn't it? But yeah, interesting at the very, that's least. been done before. That's been done before. Yeah. Um, he, he's, he specifically told people not to get mad at creative and that Bruce Pitchard really tried to protect him and really enjoyed him, um, which is very weird. I don't know. It's, 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 it's just, it, I feel like Bruce Pitchard is always, if, if you're talking about p- poor Raw stuff, it's always him with the helmet. People blame him. But then you have this like darling, I suppose, of wrestling internet who is trying to protect Alistair Black a lot. Um yeah, really? I, got some stuff. I found some stuff here. Uh, okay, 10 things on. we learned from Alistair Black did a 55 minute Twitch stream. Oh, wow. Um, 10 things we learned. Uh, his request to, I'm going to get your reaction to these. I'm going to go quick for your reaction to these, right? Alistair mm-hmm. Black's request to NXT was not shot down. It was not shot down? No, apparently it okay. wasn't. Um, he, added the jur- he added that journalist post 5% true and 95% fiction. Fuck you, Alistair. Um, Alistair Black revealed the secret messages in the room. Do you remember that room? Um, yeah. If you watch the promos, there are some lights going off in the background. These lights would indicate black uh, opponents Black was going to face. For the Singh brothers, there was huh. a pink light. For Buddy Murphy, there was a white and yellow light. Uh, he spoke about the promo where he said he felt like a caged animal. That's because he was, in fact, hinting that story with Rowan, who at the time was walking around with a big cage. That was uh, a weird I mean, fucking story. Highlight like Dolly's yeah. comment there, by the way. Yeah, it's just yeah, it's it's yeah, it's the standard WWE get fired procedure. Um, Alistair Black's gear reflected his mood in feuds. All right. Um, for example, he said he would lay out tarot cards and we use those as inspiration, having them pinned to his jackets. He would also note that uh, the colors of his ring gear would reflect the mood he was in during that feud. Um, the black, uh, the all black attire was full on war mode, and green was him being poisoned with anger. Right. Um, I'm sure that was very noticeable. Alistair Black was the devil with the memory loss. Continuing with Alistair Black's insane creativity, he spoke about his character was supposed to take on a Lucifer falling to earth and not knowing how he got there. Black would say he would add demon flesh to his ring gear as he got angrier. The Dutch Destroyer also revealed that he was, his idea was to continue with the eye injury, stating that cult leaders have a big aesthetic. Uh, the glasses he was seen in his recent promos are his actual driving glasses. As every Woods told Black, like he looked like a cult leader, so to keep them on. All right. Uh, Alistair Black wasn't happy with his debut against Andrade uh, back in NXT. Um, 
he mentioned that after proving he cannot lead a match and type of next level, he was treaded. After proving he could lead a match in type of next level, he was tried, headed straight to the main roster. Uh, he all right. So he said the tag team Ricochet was filling as a wrestler. I mean, I like that period. What I, I just we've spoken about that period before, where it was really, really weird and it had some good matches, but ultimately it kind of damaged a lot of characters because the, their big singles debuts were just ruined. Yeah. Um, Alistair Black praise Ron Reigns for being a great rocker, locker room leader. Fair play. Uh, number eight, sorry, seven. Uh, Alistair Black to sh- shine despite boundaries. Um, he's he said about being been handcuffed in WWE. If there's no cuffs and you can do whatever you want, you know it's a different landscape. But if you're able to shine the place where you have no boundaries and surrounded by rules, that right there is the testimony of being a true professional. Um, he said him and FTR had a lot of the same views about the wrestling business. Um, number eight, <laughs> a group of people actually thought Alistair Black was in the Illuminati. Like legitimately, or one of the crazy revelations in the stream was there was a group that thought Alistair Black was in the Illuminati and believed he sacrificed kids. He stated that oh. the group would reference the tattoos on his arm as being those of a wow, that word, uh, child. M. Um, he knew that WWE had to ultimately kill that channel and almost sued them for it. Black did say that he wow. thought it was great that people believed him to be somewhat of a Satanist due to how he portrayed the character. Um. Don't don't just say can he just say he played Far Cry five and lent heavily off that lent his look heavily off that. Don't really get the reference, but I kinda have to. Um <laughs> Vincent Mann was pretty high on Alistair Black. Uh one tone one tone of the stream was Alistair Black not being upset with W or Vince. Black said that Vince was quite high on him, he just quite didn't nail down what exactly he wanted to do with the character. That kind of seems what the general consensus is that like I think Black, like judging by what he's saying here, he's far too complex for Vincent Mann. Especially modern day Vincent Man, he's far too I complex. I don't know. Those details sound shit. I'm not gonna lie. I wear green if I'm angry, and I wear red if I'm mad. Type of shit. That's that's not good. That's he just is like, Dutch. He I might, don't know. He, he, he is guess, Dutch. But like, uh, no, no, he no, no. Isn't he is Dutch? He might be smoking a lot of weed. Um, oh, very good. But like you know, good. that stuff's fine and all. But like if you if you don't have a really strong storyline, which seems to be the problem, they didn't know what storylines to give him to lean back on. Then that stuff it'll go unnoticed and like who cares like that's all very nice like the lights in the back would indicate who he was going to go up against but that gimmick was weird and no one really liked it in the first place so it's yeah, less that I mean, people didn't catch on to the genius and more that are you eating cereal are you eating part i am no i'm eating I'm, <laughs> you, didn't even you, know know that, you know you know those rice crispy shapes i don't know what they're called exactly but they're really good God. Sure. Uh, Dommy's right. The Dommy's right here. Nah, that is good, but you don't say it. That it should be something up to interpretation. The moment you explain mm. it, it loses its impact. That's a really good point, to be honest. Um, yeah, because I'm as you know, as you know, I'm a big fan of subtle things in wrestling. And once you tell someone that this is happening, it's no longer subtle, and it no longer has a hidden meaning, and it no longer has a bit of mystique. Um, I but anyway, I, I can definitely I, like. I imagine it's one of those things where, like, it all happened and no one noticed it. And now he's like, guys, no, I'm a genius. Please notice me, you know? It'd be very frustrating yeah. to put all this effort in and have no one notice it, you know? Poor guy. Yeah. I kind of feel bad for him after this. Yeah, I do too. But anyway, um, we'll talk about WWE SummerSlam before we... We'll go on to Andrade in a bit. But um, the SummerSlam location has been revealed, Kieran. Mm. WWE is expected... An, uh, during the pre, they announced that Las Vegas is the early front runner, and it will indeed be the location. Five is learned that 
Um, so I'm going to get an update because, yeah, Vegas Allegiant Stadium is, is has been announced as the arena. I'm looking at uh, an article that said it was believed to, but it's actually been announced since. The Allegiant Arena, which is a football stadium, open-air football stadium, it's expected to take place just before the Errol Spence versus... Uh, there's a boxing, a huge boxing fight on. Errol Spence versus Terence Crawford uh, uh, boxing, boxing fight. And it's expected that... Uh, Saturday, August 21st, Kieran, WWE are doing a Saturday pay-per-view. Uh, Saturday, Ooh. August 21st. Um, uh, it's keeping... Uh, it's, it's keeping... Yeah, it says it's keeping the Saturday, August 21st date. Sorry, it's... Is Errol Spence against uh, Domi in the chat? Is Errol Spence against uh, Crawford or is Errol Spence against Manny Pacquiao? Um, because um, they're trying to... They're going to put it on before the fight or they're going to move to the Sunday, but I believe it's on the Saturday now. Um, but yeah, Kieran, and two big uh, main events that are being rumored uh, are Roman Reigns versus John Cena and Bobby Lashley versus Brock Lesnar. There was also another report that came out just a couple of days ago saying that that isn't the plan. It's not going to be Brock Lesnar or Bobby Lashley. So yeah, yeah. as of yeah, it said as of this as of last month. Um, as of last month, uh, it will not be Bobby Lashley versus Brock Lesnar, but that's probably because you know Brock Lesnar negotiations are not easy. Uh, because he has th- this is a true story, he has a telephone at the end of his driveway that like a payphone that you can only reach him on that for like two. he goes down there in his truck, spends 30 minutes there. That's a true, true story. That's weird. Um, so like he literally only speaks, only speaks to Dana White or Vincent Mann, probably. Um, probably not Dana White anymore, but yeah. SummerSlam, outdoor football stadium, fans back in, uh, Kieran, and there's a draft happening in August. Uh, Kieran, no matter how big the stadium is or how outdoor, if your booking is as shit as it is right now, I'm literally, I've literally never been less interested in main roster WWE. Is there anything they can do to get us back into it? It's there's going to be fans in attendance, and it's SummerSlam, so I, I'm interested. They'll they'll do something great, you know. Probably there will be at least there will be at least one. Really great match. And if they do fucking Roman versus Cena, that would be incredible. I'd love that. I don't think they will because that's that'll be around the time Suicide Squad marketing is going to go crazy. And I don't think they'd have Cena weekly on a show at that point. They'd be focusing on the marketing. Um, but I'd love that match. Yeah, Domi's right here. Brock Lesnar just sounds like he's living his best life. But like, if I could live one wrestler's life, it would be Dean Ambrose. Or sorry, John Moxley. That man just loves life, and he does what he wants, and he can go where he wants, <laughs> and he uh, has a beautiful, beautiful wife. Um, so yeah, I go, I go with John Moxley. If if you could live one uh, the life of one wrestler, who would it be? Here? Me? Oh. Mm. oh, I don't know. Triple H seems pretty happy. He's having a good time. He's like he's old now, and he, he's past his good old days, and he has his memories, and he's running a successful <laughs> company. He's a nice wife. Did you see he's having a great time. Huh? Did you see him? Did you see him like come out at the basketball match with the guy and like to like the Degeneration X music and like he was like <laughs> right up behind him, like crotch chopping your man. I think it was like in Philadelphia or something. He was like, he was, like crotch, uh, he was like a big dad. Uh, but yeah, um, SummerSlam in a stadium. Um, first time, uh, SummerSlam not held on a Sunday since 1994. Um, yeah, it is Manny Pacquiao against Errol Spence for the welterweight titles. Uh, was announced for the same date, uh, so I think they're going to have an earlier time. Um, either an earlier time, or they're just going to push it back. 
But um, yeah, uh, Domi says Vince. But can I start when he got the company? Um, yeah, go on. I'll give it to you, Domi. Uh, but yeah, so that's it. That's cool. Uh, they're moving away from the Thunderdome area. They're back touring and they're getting a big stadium. So things are looking up. But the University of South Florida Police Department, Kieran, is asking for help in identifying oh. a person who removed several items from the Jungling Center, the current site of the Thunderdome. An alert with several surveillance photos were posted on June 5th. The incident occurred in the early morning hours of Saturday, May 22nd. And there's photos of a guy with a belt and a duffel bag. And it just looks like he's part of, like he looks like he's part of the crew. And he's just carrying a belt out of the arena like the arena like and people are trying to identify the belt and the closest people have gotten is the US belt but it's just a guy like walking out with the belt that's so weird that's like army of the dead song or some shit heist yeah Damn. um he's wearing a red shirt blue jeans and black sneakers 25 to 30 with brown hair a mustache and a light goatee uh if you have any information contact this the sounds like every wrestling fan yeah <laughs> it like, could be uh, anyone yeah he um yeah, uh, he was also seen doing a, a stunner to someone on the steps. <laughs> it's like oh, wow. at the end, just because he's a mark. No, uh, <laughs> but um, but uh, yeah, the yeah, I think it might be the US belt. Do you see Seamus' broken nose? No, oh no, I'm gonna insta- yeah, I'm look, sure it's on Instagram or something. Look up Seamus' broken nose. It's f- I think you have to have surgery because I've broken my nose and I believe I was told if you break it again, you can't get a reset. So I think he broke his nose so badly he had to get a like surgery repositioned. I think it was like in a incident with like maybe Umberto or Ricochet or something, but like his face is pretty broken up. Ooh, he's not looking the best right now. Fuck. No, he's not. Hope um, he's all right. Yeah. Yeah, let's hope he's all right. But anyway, we're gonna move on. We'll talk a little bit of uh, NXT in a minute. But Andrade, Kieran. So Mark Henry was out to talk about. AEW Rampage on Friday Night Dynamite because I think believe I believe Friday Night Dynamite and the Jungle Boys facing Omega in two weeks on Saturday Night Dynamite because of the basketball, I believe. Someone can correct me if I'm wrong, but I believe there's a lot of basketball playoffs going on right now. But Kieran, Mark Henry was in the ring. It was a really solid episode of Dynamite. I really enjoyed it, uh, although it was a late start. Um, Mark Henry was in the ring talking about Rampage and Vicky Guerrero interrupted. And I was like, what's going on here? Is Nyla Rose going to come out and confront Mark Henry? What are we doing? And she was like, get out of the ring. Uh, I have to introduce to you Andrade El Idolo. And Andrade made his entrance. Andrade is now AEW. And he said, they used to call me the face of Latinos. Uh, Domi giving us a... Sorry, they used to call me... I'll, I'll read out Domi's nose comment in a minute. But uh, they used to call me the face of Latinos. I'm now the face of AEW. Kieran, Andrade is an AEW. Are you excited? Yep, he's going to have some great matches. I, I'd love to see him fight Kenny Omega. That's such a generic yeah. thing, I know to say, because obviously anyone who fights Kenny Omega is going to have a great match, but that's it's it's the first one you go to, isn't it, every time? There might be some problems, Kieran, though. Before we go on that, Domi said, Uh-oh. the problem knows when you break, you don't realign the main immediately, they will grow back not in shape, and to reshape it will allow you, you have to break it surgery again. Yeah, that's correct. I I have had so many operations, and I stand by it, and I have half my finger, I stand by it, break my nose, the most painful thing in the world. Do not do it. Um, that was so funny. Oh, that was such oh, a man. fucking funny day. Yeah, it happened in school. Yeah, <laughs> I, no, I, I, ble- I bled all over the teacher's bathroom. Like, I remember that vividly. Um, you, like, it was... Somehow, every week, you do something fucked that would get everyone talking. I don't know how you did it, right? 
<laughs> I know, man. It was. I know, man. I'm just injury. You know, when you're injury prone, you're never gonna shake it. Like I walk oh, down you're the stairs every day. Prone and in general, like you've lost yeah, your man. bank card and your leap card so many times. I like. Oh, it's no, insane. Man, of course, of course, I've always recovered. Uh, you, you are like the real life version of Murphy's Law. You know, anything that can go wrong will go wrong. That might. I think I'm gonna make that my Instagram bio. Thank you. <laughs> um, but yeah. Um, so. Uh, well, okay, so yeah, uh, uh, since his debut, uh, details have emerged about his contract. So, Andrade Lilillo finally emerged from the wilderness last week, debuting alongside Vicky Guerrero, which I think is a cool thing with Vicky Guerrero because who is Vicky Guerrero's husband? Eddie Guerrero, the king of ah. the, the king of Latino, the king of Latino and Latino Heat. That might be why he's with her. But uh, AEW announced the former La Sombra, he was formerly known as La Sombra. Um, now, uh, Wrestling East Raj Geary has come through with new information on the 31-year-old's contract. Per Geary, Andrade actually met AEW's Tony Khan the week he was released from WWE, although the two parties couldn't come to terms. It, the write-up states that the negotiations hit a sticking point when Andrade asked for creative control and the power to veto losses. So basically to say, sorry, I'm not losing that match. He and AEW eventually came to a compromise with the WWE former United States, champ- no, United States and NXT champion, getting limited creative control on his match finishes. He was also in talks with Impact, but they were happy to give him desired creative control, but they couldn't agree on the dates. Now, I'm a bit scared. I'm a bit skeptical, Karen, because what is that? This, could go, this could go one or two ways. Because I don't know we're going to see him versus Kenny Omega. Uh, I don't know what his how much he wants or how 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 like is in. Does he want the title straight away? Is that what he like to have a veto loss? Um, I think from what you just said, I would assume it means he like if he's losing a match, he chooses the finish. So like he'll kick out a fifteen one wing and angel, angels or some shit, and then he'll leave. He will not that do that. Thing. No, not I know, sure. but like if he wanted to, that's what he would do. You know, AEW have done a great job in building up storylines. I won't go on about Hangman because I've already gone on. There's enough, enough been said. They need to be very fucking careful what they do here. Just, just, just very, very careful what they do with Andrade going forward, starting off, because all it takes is a couple of "I don't want to lose here" to just disrupt the system. If you get what I mean. Here's a pitch, Rain. Here's a pitch for you. Here's a WWE pitch. Um, Hangman Page wins the title. It's amazing. It's at All In or some shit, whatever fucking shitty pay per view they have that you love and I don't watch. Um, <laughs> jokes. Um, and then the next night, um, Andrade beats him for the title, pins him clean. He's like, fucking Hangman Page, prove you're the best. Beat me on Dynamite for the title. And fucking within a week, Page has lost the title. How would you feel? No. <laughs> I've, told you about <laughs> I, I, I've told you about my pitch before. Uh, yeah, Hangman every beats, week. Hangman beats Omega, right? And then mm-hmm. Omega comes out and and is licking his wounds and explaining why he lost. And then Andrade attacks him and says, remember me. Remember I called you out that a couple of months ago. I want that CMLL belt. And he takes the belt. And then further down the line, Andrade can be Hangman. But Hangman needs a run with the belt of at least four months, at least four or five months, at least one or, one or two pay-per-view cycles. Uh, because the crowd, there's you, there, you, there's very rare in wrestling. You get a crowd that hot for a wrestler, or a wrestler that's that over. You need to capitalize on that because the Hangman can make some serious fucking cash and make some serious TV ratings. But anyway, Andrade's gonna be really exciting. 
Um, I don't think I want him in straight in the title picture. I don't think he will be. I think he'll win a big feud or something, maybe. Do you think he might go to the mid-card title, or do you think that would lessen his stock or whatever? I don't think he will. I think he'll just have like a big feud with like someone huge. So like Christian Cage could be a big one. Like if he wanted, like if Christian big win as well. Man. Yeah, big win. Like I, I know Christian would definitely go over. Like he'd go over Christian Cage, no problem. Like Christian Cage is just put over Jungle Boy. Like I'm, I'm pretty sure a big win over Christian Cage. Like no matter how, no matter what you th- like, I know actually. Sorry, Christian Cage is entering a few of my Hardy. Never mind. I think he's gonna be tied up. Um, unfortunately, who else could he? Who would he fight? I mean, oh, oh. Pack, oh, Ooh, I mean, that'd be fun. Him versus Pack, him versus Pentagon, him versus like, like any of those four, like would be like any of those, like him versus Eddie, like I, I like like the clash of styles. Um, there's like so many we could talk about it forever, but we can't. Um, but um, but no, other than that, on Dynamite, um, uh, the Inner Circle came out and they gave away free T-shirts. Everyone in the crowd got a free T-shirt, a free Stadium Stampede Champion T-shirt. That's nice. Um, it was nice to see uh, they gave Sammy Guevara, everyone spoke, right? So they gave Sammy Guevara the mic and he talked about doing a 6.30 off his mom's roof and how now he did it in the main event and kept his brothers together. Uh, they said it's not over because Santana, Santana again, who I've said before, Karen, is just amazing on the promos. Just so good. Mm. He just said, he said, we won, but in my eyes, we didn't finish the job because they're not dead in a skip on beside the motorway like he literally like he, he like this just santana just brings like just this kind of real like i'm from the streets kind of like just gritty like great promos and he was like we need to finish them so they promised a summer of violence rated pinnacle this is a long burning storyline even though they've had some big matches but i think they're now going to split off into the individual feuds in the pinnacle versus the inner circle because uh, Santana and Ortiz said, LAX, you tried to kill us with them pile drivers. You tried to take food off our family's plates. Uh, you tried to take that away from their, their daughters and their sons. This isn't over. Sammy obviously called out Sean Spears. Uh, Jake Hager said, I'm calling your man card. He got a mic first and he said, I'm calling your man card first, Wardlow. Uh, you ha- like I want to fight you in a place where I'm undefeated and MMA cage. So we're getting in two weeks' time. We're getting Warlow versus J- Jake Hager in an MMA cage, which I'm very excited about because it's something different, and they're both fucking monsters. Um. So yes, please. And I know Warlow's trained a bit of MMA, so I'm very mm. looking. You know, I like the fight pit. I think there's going to be a good version of the fight pit, which I'm really looking forward to. Um. And then Jericho, uh, basically said the inner circle never forgives, and the inner circle never fucking forgets. Said uh, MJF, I'm going to end you because you tried to end me so that's really cool we're gonna get like we get five feuds out of that or four we get four we get a tag feud we get a uh, sammy Guevara versus sean spears we get jake hager versus warlow being the crap of each other and we get um what's promises to be some really cool promos and some really cool action between mjf and jericho because they're both fantastic so yeah that's how you kind of build this you know the way this is the pay-per-view cycles that we have where we don't yeah. have a pay-per-view for a long time these feuds are going to do well to like make they're going to be a few tv main events Few fight for the fallen firefest. It's a really smart idea because you've got like you've got built-in storylines under one umbrella. You're just splitting it off now, and they, the stories tell themselves. You just cut a few promos and have a few matches. It's really really simple storytelling. It's really really good. Uh, the young bucks beat the death triangle in the opening match. 
um, after attacking Ray Phoenix. They was announced that Moxley is out indefinitely, which also means paternity leave because uh, Renee is due in three days. Um, three days, really? Fuck. Yeah. Seems um, to be congratulations, eh? So yeah, I know. And she, her, her, apparently her cookbook, like I've seen her cookbook all over social media. It's fucking insane. It looks really cool. Do you see the gift package? She like you I love think, cooking, um, man. You should get that. Oh, I really want it. But someone got like the gift package she's sending out to her friends had the cookbook, big shot salt and pepper shaker, a bottle of olive oil, and a speaker, a Bluetooth speaker. Because she was like, cooking is better with music. How fucking huh. cool is that? They're, that's a fucking uh, uh, Renee and Moxley are just fucking cool. Um. But yeah, um, Eddie Kingston saved Death Triangle. They've had a complicated relationship, so they saved each other. Um, and they are having a match next week. So it's the Young Bucks and Brandon Cutler versus uh, Kingston, Pack, and Penta. Uh, a go-go knocked out Cody Rhodes, Kieran. He knocked him out in a tag match, and uh, QT Marshall got the pin. Yeah, too little, too late, eh? Too little, too late. Uh, Christian Cage and Jungle Boy tagged to, beat up, to defeat Private Party. And then Matt Hardy, uh, Matt Hardy hit um, Cage with the cutter after uh, the twist of fate afterwards. So that's probably setting up a feud. Jungle Boy in two weeks on Saturday Night Dynamite will face Omega for the belt. And Kieran, let's talk about this. Is a perfect example of how Jungle Boy is going to have a great match with Omega, and he's not going to win, but he's going to come out of it looking infinitely better than before. It's going to be great. I love Jungle Boy. I think it's going to be a really, really good match. We're gonna have a few moments where, like, we're on the edge of our seat, and I think it's just—it's great for all parties around. It—it—it's puts Jungle mm. Boy over huge. It's a main event of a dynamite on a Saturday night. Yeah, I'm—I'm I'm very much looking forward to that. And that's the kind of thing where, like, if he—even if he loses, like, that's one of them things where, like, he's in the main event and he loses, but he can just slot right into the mid card title feud, like, straight yeah. afterwards because he's just yeah, it's perfect. Um, Britt Baker had a championship celebration that was interrupted by Nyla Rose. And then Dustin Rhodes defeated Nick Comrado in the main event in a bull rope match. Didn't really like it. Shouldn't have main evented. Cody Rhodes, uh, Dustin Rhodes shouldn't have won. Uh, very strange. But Kieran, did you hear what happened on NXT? Uh, mm. No. What happened on NXT? The main event for NXT TakeOver in your house is announced. Okay. What is it? It is. So there was a number of contenders shit match for the NXT Championship, and it was interrupted. Yeah, yeah, and it was interrupted by Adam Cole, who beat up the three members. I'm going to announce the three members in a minute. It was be he beat up the three members, and William Regal came out and got really, really, really fucking angry. I hope they're building to Regal versus Cole. That'd be that'd be something in NXT that I'd be like intrigued about. Um, but yeah, so, um, Adam Cole, um. Yeah, here we are. Basically, this is a great promo. Adam Cole interrupted Karrion Cross, and he said, "They give you the they. This is a this is an amazing line. Cole is amazing. I promise. He's like they give you the title. They give you the girls. They give you the cool entrance. They they do all this to make you a star. All they need to do to make me a star is hit my music. And I was just like, that's really really good. William Regal tried to stop Cole from weaseling his way into a title shot after interrupting the triple threat, but Cross made it clear he wanted everyone. So it's going to be Karrion Cross defending his NXT title, Kieran, against Adam Cole, Kyle O'Reilly, Pete Dunne, and Johnny fucking Gargano. Ooh. What? We love him. 
why is Gargano here? He literally he just wrestle. lost. He, he just lost the North American title. Who's who's that? I think that might be. Uh, I think that might be one of my. Is that a finish? I think that might be. Is is that Tony? I th- I, I know I've, I've, a friend friend from who went to OTT. Tony can no, it's Tony. Khan. If it is Tony, let me know. It might be someone else. But um, but uh, welcome. Uh, we have three people in here along with all of our bots. Um, I hope all our bots are still doing well. But Kieran Gargano in the main event after losing that mid card title uh, few match. I'm not too. Oh, you're not Tony. not Tony. Whoops, I don't know who you are. Unfortunately. <laughs> um, but um, yeah, Gargano annoys me. Uh, do you think there's any? Like, you know the way there's rankings in AW and that that keeps it structured. Mm-hmm. How can Gargano lose a like a big title match, lose his title, and then go straight into the main event? Um, because he's a good wrestler. In, in oh. hard to kayfabe, because he's a good wrestler. I know. Sorry, man. Wrestling's like this. We should be used to. It. It's WWE. Welcome, welcome, well, welcome, Kiss and Koipi. If I'm yeah, enjoy right. the show, Kiss man. Enjoy, enjoy. But yeah. Other than that, it's going to be a great match. Uh, it's going to be like Cross, Don, Gargano, and Cole like trying to chop down. Uh, like, sorry, the four, the, the other four lads trying to chop down Cross and like we're, uh, working, working to kind of uh, get rid of him. Um, maybe they'll have that shot where like they all power bomb through the table, and then like he comes back. Um, I don't see any way other than Cross winning, but uh, Kyle and Cole will have some interesting stuff, but. Kieran, this just is it isn't that gonna take over build you remember and love. No, it's just... not, but I don't know. I, I feel a lot of people, including myself, probably kind of just really like watch the takeovers. Yeah. Like those I... matches really sell you. And like it's always like it, it, NXT's history is kind of like, oh, everything's just okay, but the takeovers are really good, you know. Yeah, MSK defeated Legado Fantasmas around NXT tag titles and another fantastic main event like these two tag teams are just fantastic uh mm. gyv tried to get involved and champa and thatcher attacked them they've got a great tag division um the matches announced were um we also have uh la knight versus um la knight versus uh, cameron grimes with um with million dollar man uh ringside uh, so maybe the, that's where the million dollar title comes back. Maybe they're going to announce that tonight, because um, they are two lads that love money. Um, they do. That's true. But yeah, um, I'm going to have a look and see if the NXT Takeover in your house card is there any other matches announced. NXT Takeover. I believe there's one more match announced. Takeover in your house. Let me not watch it because there's going to be some good matches on it. That main event's going to be good. I'm just I'm not invested. It's like I'm going to watch it and enjoy, but I'm just. I'd love to be invested. I, I really would because I don't know. It's 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 a weird one for me with NXT. Like it's. Do you remember when you used to just get so you like you you knew, you knew there was a takeover and you just got so hyped because you knew there was going to be mm. five just fucking amazing matches on the card, uh, like mm. no matter what. Um, it's it's mm, it's weird. It is really weird. Uh, but uh, we have. Karrion Cross for Dan Culver's Pete Dunne versus Kyle O'Reilly. Uh, oh, Tony Storm posted a picture of her and Ted Senior saying, "We know each other from way back." Making <laughs> Tommy, I'm not going to read out the rest of that comment. <laughs> Thanks for. I didn't want to have to stop you. <laughs> oh, we love Tommy. 
You love Domi. Um, we have uh, Grimes versus Knight. And we have, uh, I believe, Ember Moon versus Raquel Gonzalez, Kieran. Thoughts on Ember Moon versus Raquel Gonzalez? That could be a good uh, big, big person versus, uh, like, not like not like just small like everyone compared to Raquel Gonzalez in that division is going to be a bit smaller but just kind of like that kind of big versus small kind of dynamic that is, usually works really well and I'm really hoping that Raquel and Raquel and Ember are going to have a great match and hopefully Raquel just look uh, continues to dominate yeah hopefully that would be nice um, yeah I, I have no real opinions on that match I'm sure it'll be fine yeah, uh, but anyway, um, so yeah, other than that, that's that's the week in wrestling. It was just kind of a bit more of a newsy week, but uh, let's close off talking about, do you want me to read out the schedule for the 12-hour broadcast? Ooh, go on, very exciting. Unfor- unfortunately, uh, Kieran uh, won't be able to make it, unfortunately, due to prior commitments. You can't. Ma- um, are you going to be able to make it for the opening show, Kieran? Yep, 10 a.m. to 11 p.m., 11 a.m., sorry, fuck. Yeah, so we right, have yeah. three people on. We, we have three people on the movie review show now, Kieran. So, because uh, I called in, I called in the uh, called in the cavalry to uh, to uh, make sure that just in case you weren't able to make it. Um, do we announce so, the movie so people can watch along if they want? We already did, yeah. So we did excellent. So at ten, a, so you want you, you you can do ten a.m. I'm gonna yeah. have to send that. I'm gonna have to send the change to dits quickly because uh, I have I have the old schedule here. Uh, so ten a.m. We have movie reviews with James, Scott, and Kieran, and myself. I'm going to be there just, just moderating um, because I, I know. Well, actually, to be fair, I have a lot of opinions. We have Fatal Deviation, which is a famous Irish bad film. And for our wrestling movie, I think I think this might be a wrestling movie. We have They Live. That's um, not. Oh, well, Rowdy Roddy Piper is the main character. Yeah, so we have Rowdy Roddy Piper movie. in there. So we have two movies in there that might be bad, so bad they're good. Some interesting movies there. Fatal Deviation is free on YouTube. It is an Irish bad classic. It's an it's a it's a it's a martial arts movie made by travelers in Trim and County Meath. It had an eight and a half k budget, and they t- and they rinsed the budget by totaling a car. Is travelers was, the proper word? Should we get? Should we get, look into that? I don't know. I, uh, I, well, I, feel, I, I feel like there might be a different one. We should just we should look that up just before we do the the live stream, just in case. Yeah, no problem at all. Uh, but it is a f- it is made by a guy called Jimmy Bennett in a tribute to Jean Claude Van Damme. Um, it features Mikey from Boyzone, um, and it's quite funny. Um, Eleven till twelve, we have Buzzfeed quizzes with Josh Robinson, good friend of the show, big streamer, uh, big Auss- Aussie streamer and wrestling. Fanatic and fantastic content creator. We're going to be doing some wrestling. We're going to just dig through BuzzFeed and do some quizzes, or dig through the internet and do some wrestling quizzes. And if we get less than a certain amount, I will be punishing myself with the punishment whip, which you've seen. And then we have a free phone-in show from twelve to one, where we'll be taking your calls. We can bring anyone, anyone, and anyone into the into the chat. What if uh, no one joins, Rain? That's terrifying. Nah, I'll have people. Uh, we will have. Hi, Lily Pop Tart Junior. Hi. <laughs> We we will we 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 have so many random people in here tonight. It's a weird day today. And we have a free phone in show from. Sorry, we already said that. We have Punishment Geo Guesser with Dexy's Midnight Planners, my good friends on the radio, college radio, and some of my the best friends I've met this year. Uh, one till two, we're going to play Geo Guesser, and if we get it wrong again, I'll be taking shots. 
Uh, we have a B-Show tournament with the Alleged Wrestling Podcast. Our good friends of the Alleged Wrestling Podcast will be joining me at 2 p.m. And we will be doing a tournament to crown the best alcoholic beverage. Um, that's so a, that's a fucking difficult one, man. Yeah, we're gonna we we we're, we're 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 we'll show you how we do. It. We're gonna be doing a sixteen per yeah. sixteen item tournament. With ri- next up at three p.m., we have Ringsiders, our boys over at Ringsiders. I just did an interview with the Ascension with them, as I said last week, and I loved it. It was so so good. Um, three to four, we are gonna be reacting to all things Danhausen. Danhausen is a indie wrestler and Ring of Honor wrestler who's taking the world by storm with his interesting character, and we and they are huge fans of Danhausen. So we'll be reacting to his YouTube channel and we're going to be watching a couple of his matches and having a few drinks. At four, we have a Project Dits member on at four, Chinwag. So with the lads over at Chinwag, the Chinwag podcast, they're going to be, they're going to, one of the lads, I think, believe I believe Dan or maybe Sam are uh, going to be making a quiz and we'll be going, I'll be going head to head with Dan, I think. I think Sam's making the quiz and we will be doing a, uh, yeah, so we'll be doing a big quiz there. Um, next up, I'm a moderator for from five five to six because my friends over Rogue Opinions, who I am glad to be a member of now, um, Sam and Scott, who Sam, who was on the AW Lightroom with me, and Scott, who I've done a lot of uh, retro SmackDown reviews with, are going to be in a mass debate. Yes, and um, they're going to be debating five different topics over the course of the hour, and if they lose. There's punishments include there's a donation and there's a they have each devised a punishment for each other, which you will announce on the day. At six to seven, our good friends over at Tom Foodery, the amazing Tom Foodery podcast and radio show, Katie, Murish, Louise, and Ethan, because James has joined me for the movie podcast. So he will be unfortunately missing out on the two truths, one lie, where they will be bring two truths, one lies to me, and I'll have to guess what the which one is the lie and if i don't guess it i will be uh spinning the wheel and then at seven to eight this is my favorite one i'm in an eating contest with my good friend galley galley from unpopular opinions on dcu radio me versus galley in an eating contest we're going to be ordering a mega box here and remember those mega box that we had during the wrestlemania review oh they were so and we'll, good and we'll be seeing who can eat that first i'm going to be a lot of drinks deep that stage so we're ordering the same one we got then uh, I don't know. I'm going to be ordering the closest one to us. Do it, man. Me, then it would be a proper celebration of our, our legacy, like, wouldn't it? You know? me, ver- me versus Gally <laughs> in an eating contest. And then number, from eight until nine, the penultimate show is a throwback hour, which is more than hype. And Club Rock Shandy are going to be reacting to their six-man tag from December last year, the big six-man tag, the winner-take-all match. They're going to be joining us. LJ Cleary, Darren Carney, and Clayton Long, I believe, are going to be joining me to react to that um, from eight to nine. And then the last show is going to be Football Hour, where me and a lot of friends from the football community and from college are going to be joining me to make the streets we'll never forget, the best streets we'll never forget, 11. So guilty pleasure footballers. Footballers who weren't quite like the best footballers in the world, but footballers who have a special place in your heart. We're going to be devising that. And if my picks don't get in, again, I will be in trouble. Um, So that is the schedule. So there's a bit for everyone. You know, you can pick and choose where you come in. Please do donate. The links are everywhere. You cannot if you look at if you if you look at um if you look at my um my social medias, you'll find the links. Please donate. If you don't want to donate until the day to save it to punish you've seen you've seen the punishment list, there's shots, there's tweets. But please do donate to the cause. We really want to raise as much money as possible. I really just want to have a really, really good time and just have a just enjoy it with so many people who have made this podcast journey just so amazing so we're really looking forward to it um so i'll see you from 10 10 a.m to 10 p.m on saturday opening the show with myself and kieran 
unfortunately Kieran can't be with us for the rest of it but hopefully Kieran can join us in the evening to close out the show uh, yeah, because we great. started this together and let's hope we can finish it together uh kieran that's very uh, fucking ominous man <laughs> ominous yeah 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 i'm, I'm gonna kill kieran on, uh, uh, if we reach the toll uh, i haven't told him <laughs> that's the um, goal that's the goal just murder kieran. uh and dye my hair you know that's a split uh but anyway uh kieran any recommendations for this week please do join us links are all in the bios you know yourself any recommendations yeah. for this week um bo burnham released a, a netflix special called inside that he filmed wrote directed, edited, did everything himself in, in a single room. It's incredible. It's my profile picture for this whole thing. Um, it's incredible. It's really amazing. It's only an hour and a half. It's on Netflix. Do watch it. It's really good. Anything from you, Irene? Um, what's happened for me this week? I've been out and about and working, so I haven't really watched much. Uh, is there anything that I've... I haven't really watched anything. I haven't really... I haven't really listened to anything either. Like I've just been really busy. Uh, yeah, I, I actually I don't have anything. I mean, I could be self-indulgent and say go listen to that Ascension podcast because they tell some really cool Dusty Road stories, but uh, I won't. But I have. Um, you just did it, yeah. <laughs> I just did. Uh, but um, no, just go. I, I've heard about the Bob Wernham thing. I've heard it's fantastic, and to have someone. Who's, he transitioned over from YouTube, didn't he? He was like a YouTube creator, and now he's, yeah, like, yeah. he's in the mainstream. So that's really cool. Um, but yeah, no, I, I've really, I, I've really been watching. Hopefully, I have something next week. But the biggest plug I can just is just go and please support that charity because it's it means the world to it. It's supporting people with uh, mental health struggles from the age of twelve to twenty five. Uh, all of the money is going to them, one hundred percent of the proceeds. Uh, they're all going into that. Um, if you if if you find the the donate.ie is quite a tough process. There's a lot of information. Um, if you find it tough, just you can PayPal me and I'll put it into it because there's a play there's a spot where you can do like third hand donations where you put them in. So if you're if you don't have an email or if you or if if you don't have an email, everyone has an email. But if you're just struggling to kind of get used to it because it's not a GoFundMe, if you're struggling to get used to the kind of donation, just send it to me and I'll put it in. Uh, because it would mean the world. Um, but yeah, join us on the day, and we will see you soon. Uh, Kieran, I think it's time to hit that outro. I need to head off. But thank you for joining us, everybody. Thank you all the bots. You're a legend. Um, and thanks to Domi again. But uh, um, take it home. Yeah, well, I have been your host, Kieran Brennan. With me is always my co-host. The man the genetics forgot, Ryan. And as we say at the end of every episode of the Hollywood Podcast, donate, please. Please donate. Episode 99 is over. Episode 100 is here. Thank you so much. We will see you very, very soon. See you Saturday. Bye-bye.